The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. The Africa Business Report is brought to you by South African Airways. St. Victor Homaswana joins us in just a moment or three. Um, he is the author of Africa Bounces Back. It's a fabulous book on case studies from a resilient continent. He's on the line to us from Pulukwane this evening. Um, can we, before we talk about business and stuff, the politics of Kenya is really important, particularly for your favorite part of the continent outside of South Africa, which is that East Africa trading block Victor, um, a very, very narrow victory in Kenya. How does this election result play out for that country, for the region and for the continent? You know, it's not, there's nothing new, good evening, Bruce. There's nothing new because like with the previous election, the losing contender is saying he's going to challenge the results. It happened the last time and I don't think anything will change. I'm just glad that nobody's threatening violence because if you remember 2012, the election in that country turned very violent and people were killed. And William Ruto, the winning candidate, and Raila Odinga, the, the, the vanquished, were part of that uproar. And I'm just glad that they are going to, to respect, the, they will respect the results in the end because at least there's a track record that a court can rule. I don't think they're going to find any irregularity amounting to vote rigging, but one never knows. How it plays out, Kenya remains the leading economy of East Africa, Bruce. It is a major player in the stability, peace and stability of that region. I don't think this will be, that will change. It is leading in the digitalization of Africa. I don't think that's going to change. You remember that there is a deal that Kenya Airways had clinched with South Africa to try and improve regionalization of air travel. That should also not be changing because it's, it's at least a peaceful handing over of power. So all in all, I don't think the, 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 the taking order will change and the relations between the East African countries will change. And as that is guaranteed to be sustained, the same will remain for, for relation with East Africa. And, and by the way, they are about to admit, they just admitted the DRC to that block. So it's a much bigger block and they are likely to get Ethiopia in the next five years, as you know. It's now South Sudan and a whole lot of other countries that are part of that. Take me to Nigeria then, and um, oil should be such a bonus for any economy, particularly in the fossil fuel age. And Nigeria is blessed and at the same time, I suppose, cursed with massive oil reserves. And it blows so blimmin' hot and cold. Um, and yeah. it, it's currently in an, a cold phase of failing to capitalize on the fact that, you know, oil's been over $100 a barrel for most of the last six months, and it really yeah. hasn't yeah. Uh, taken advantage <laughs> of that. You know, that's the irony of this whole thing, Bruce. Much as I'm, I'm writing lots of positive things about Nigeria, about Africa, it's very hard to believe that is the case, but it is the case. Remember, in the context of what I'm going to tell you, Dangote, Aliko Dangote, Africa's richest man, is still building the largest refinery on the continent that is going to kick in anytime soon. So most of the problems that the country is experiencing will not will all but disappear because at least there will not be the long queue that at gas stations. But for now. The Nigerian National Petroleum Company, the NNPC, is estimating that in June about 9.4 million barrels 
were lost to due to upstream challenges. There's the much talked about oil bunkering, the theft in the Niger Delta region. And just for those who might have not heard this, literally the matter of a oil gas pipeline being punctured, people puncturing holes and helping themselves to the oil. And you think it's small-scale crime. No, it is not, because some of that oil does find its way onto the rigs and get sold on the international market. But the essence of it is, and that's why the government has now developed this app that will likely help them track the losses. Because even last week, they arrested, I think, 120 oil criminals. These are people who are helping themselves to this oil, as I just mentioned. So it is just amount of money, the amount of money, $4 billion, I think, they are losing every year. And in the context of where we are with regard to the oil price, they should be benefiting, but they are not because of these kinds of irregularities. But don't be deceived. Nigeria is the largest producer of oil, and Dangote's refinery is going to take off. And when it does, you will be better off in this industry, no matter what you think. And that's why Shell is still there, ENI is still there, and a lot of other majors are involved in this industry, Bruce. Yeah, and of course, the country is a massive cell phone uh, market, and it's the... Uh, it's an absolute boon for MTN, of course, which has got a massive business in Nigeria, bigger than in South Africa. Um, the Ethiopia state telecom giant, it's got a financial services tie-up with a bank. Now, this is yeah. quite interesting for Ethiopia. It is interesting also for us in South Africa, Bruce, because Ethiopia Telecom was a state-owned telecom giant. You remember the $850 million deal that involved Vodacom and Vodafone. They are part of the consortium with a British company, a group called CDC, and Sumimoto, the Japanese corporation. They bought, they, they, they were part of the privatization. Now, the relevance of this story is that Ethiopia Telecom fresh from that privatization deal is now partnering, partnering with Dashen Bank. Dashen is, is the rush Dashen. It's like the highest peak. It's a 4,000 meter kind of peak in, in the northern Ethiopia. So it's the large mountain of Ethiopia's Kilimanjaro, if you like. What they did, they launched three different digital financial services. Now, Dashen Bank is not large by our standards. It, it doesn't even have, I don't think they have even 2 million customers. But 75% of those are not using brick and mortar banking. They are using digital services. So the launch of this digital financial service platform or platforms can only mean that that's the reason Safaricom, Vodacom, and Vodafone went into that country. Because remember, Safaricom is equivalent with M-Pesa. So they know mobile money, and I assume that's why they would have had the edge in the race for that Ethiopia Telecom. So that's why this is so important. Because Ethiopia has 100 million people, and if you still have less than 10% penetration, and you are growing in the area that is the fastest growing, which is digital finance, you are headed in the right direction, Bruce. Uh, and then let's get to Zimbabwe. Now, gold coins, Zimbabwe, the finances of Zimbabwe, a mess of epic proportions for 20 years. Things seem, you know, the, uh, it's a decades of broken yeah. promises and failed potential. Yeah. What are they up to with gold coins? I'll tell you this. If you look, when you look back 20 years from now, you might look at this move and say Zimbabweans didn't waste a good crisis. Dr. John Mangundia, who's the central bank, the Reserve Bank governor of Zimbabwe, said 
in July, late in July, they, lo- they launched what they call Musiwa Tunya gold coins. They have sold just under 5,000. Musiwa Tunya, as you know, is the indigenous name of Victoria Falls, and they launched on July 25. And 90% of them have been bought in local currency so far. Now, what they're doing is, remember, a gold coin is a one-ounce gold coin, so it costs about $1,800, $1,800. But Zimbabwean economy being where it is, many people can't afford that. So imagine we were selling one-rent coins, and suddenly somebody says, no, make them available in 10 cents coins so that people can buy them in smaller chunks. And this is going to be such a major breakthrough because Zimbabweans, after the, the experience, the scourge of hyperinflation, are not very confident that they can keep their local currency. But gold, as you know, preserves value much better. And this is going to be one of those breakthroughs that out of the crisis of Robert Mugabe's Zimbabwe and the post-Mugabe Zimbabwe, something came that could end up going beyond Zimbabwe. Because I don't see why nobody would want to buy would, would want to buy that, that, that gold coin in the smaller denomination that they're in. Can I be skeptical about this, Victor? Can I pick a fight with you on this one? I mean, the most widely yes, held bring it gold on, bring it coin... On. Bring, bring, Cameron, bring Cameron and Scott and bring Anthony you, you don't want me, if you want me to bring my muscle, I can bring my muscle to the fight. But let's just have a verbal discussion right now. Um, the, um, the Krugerrand is the most widely held uh, gold coin in the world. It's got brand equity. Um, you can buy a yeah. one-tenth Krugerrand, you can buy a silver Krugerrand, you can buy a platinum Krugerrand, you can buy gold yeah. Krugerrand. There's a whole array of the blimmin' things. Now, if I'm going to be given yeah. a choice of two gold coins, am I going to take a Zim gold coin? Um, or am I going to take one that has got brand equity and brand value from a uh, from from a stable of trust? Um, I, I wonder. I wonder whether or not I trust yes. a Zimbabwean gold coin in the same way. No, if you are in South Africa, definitely not. But gold is gold is gold. Eh? They are not doing it because they like gold coins, Bruce, or they are, they know what you. They are doing it because their local currency is so vulnerable and volatile that they will feel much more confident. At least Zimbabwe is a producer of gold. They are not going to be doing something that's far fetched from an economic point of view. And if 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 President Nangagwa and the future presidents can stabilize the mining sector, remember they have managed to at least get some respectability into it because Ignatius Chitan as a mining minister, has managed to keep the respect of the industry. But they are not doing it because they love to dabble in gold coins. They are doing it because their currency is a much riskier proposition. But I agree with you that if you're in South Africa, you don't need, you can buy your Madiba, you can buy your Kruger, whatever you can, that's okay. But for the Zimbabweans, in an economy that's so much besieged, they, they, they are going to be lapping this up. And that's why less than a month after they have launched the first Musiwa Tunya, they have already responded and created the 10th of the Musiwa Tunya gold coin. I look forward to seeing the sales numbers. Thank you, Victor. Victor Homoswana, author of Africa Bounces Back, case studies from a resilient continent, uh, putting a punt in for the Musiwa Tunya gold coin series, Musiwa Tunya. Uh, they launched on July the 25th, 90% having bought in local currency. So for Zimbabweans, perhaps um, a very good store of value. Um, would you want to have a gold coin? A gold coin is a gold coin is a gold coin. Uh, people get very parochial about the gold coins they buy. I think the Afro- the American Eagle, which was brought in at around the time 
that sanctions bid against South Africa and suddenly it was illegal to sell and buy Krugerrands internationally. So the world then jumped onto the bandwagon and the Canadians came up with one and the Japanese came up with one. I don't think that was particularly successful. But the American Gold Eagle has been very successful. It's got about 30 million ounces in the market. I think Krugerrand, when I last checked, had about 60 million ounces across various denominations in global markets, the most widely held gold coin in the world, the Kruger Rand. Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? Uh, But certainly a relic of the apartheid era, 1960s, as uh, the world was coming off the gold standard, uh, the government saw an opportunity to put gold into the hands of investors, which was a sanctions-busting effort and a very successful one at that.